Mr. Stephen Cameron coming to us in his own way. Hallelujah. Bringing to us what God has given unto him. Amen. So let's give him some encouragement as he comes. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, church. We thank God for the leader of this house, Pastor Sharonette Brown. Thank, her, thank you for her um, time that she spent with us to impart and share. And as we listen to her week in and week out, we should be gaining a lot of information and a lot of knowledge, the things, what to do and what not to do. However, we know we live in an imperfect world, and we are imperfect people. However, the goal is to strive to continue to do our best, and that's the only thing God ever asks from us, just to do our best. And if we do anything on the outside of that, um, we just need to come up. That's all we need to do. We just need to come up. Amen. So at this time... Uh, again, thank Pastor Brown, the shepherd of this house. We thank the the ministers. We thank the people of God. We don't take these opportunities light. And one good thing about it, God has given us a lot of, um, all of us, a lot of experiences and different things that, you know, we encounter, things we learn from, things we, some of us don't learn from. But today is just a word of, um, some things just to be looking out for. And we're going to be coming from Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, and when you get it, you can stand. Okay, I'm going to be reading from the Living Bible Translation. It's going to be read, read from Genesis 3, uh, 1 through, I want to say, 7. The serpent was the craftiest of, let me pray. Father, we thank you right now. We glorify your name. We give you all glory and give you all praise, God. We depend on you, God, not just today, God, every day. God, help us to continue to glorify your name. God, help us to. Um, give us, continue to give us wisdom, God, how we deal with the day-to-day, -day, God, and how you help us continue to understand, God, and what we see, what we detect, what we hear, what we feel, God. We pray, God, that you continue to have your way with us, God. Help us to be open today, God, with this discussion, God. So, God, we, we thank you right now, and we bless you, God. We thank you for your hearers the hearers of your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Genesis chapter 3 says, The serpent was the craftiest of all the creatures the Lord God had made. Say craftiest. So the serpent came to the woman. Really? He asked. None of the fruit in the garden? God said you mustn't eat any of it. Of course we may eat, the woman told him. The only fruit from the tree at the center, the only fruit from from the tree at the center of the garden that we are not to eat. God says we mustn't eat it or 
even touch it or we will die. That's a lie. Ain't this just like the enemy? The serpent hissed. You'll not, you'll not die. God knows, God knows very well that the instant you eat it, you will become like him. For the eyes, for your eyes will be opened. You will be, and you will be able to distinguish good from evil, which is true. The Lord, I'm sorry, the woman was convinced. Say convinced. How lovely and fresh looking it was. And it would make her make her so wise. So she ate some of the fruit and gave to her husband. And he ate it too. And, and as they ate it, suddenly they became aware of their nakedness and were embarrassed. So they um, strung, strung fig leaves together to cover themselves around the hips. Amen. I mean, you may be seated. Good morning again. As I begin to look at this lesson today, it's a lot of things that really stuck out to me in this lesson. And I really began to start thinking about all the things that we, we deal with. And do you ever ask yourself why I, why I am the way I am? You ever ask yourself that? Why? God, why I'm like this? God, why am I like that? Why, 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 and why? So the Lord has an answer for us today. Why we are like we are. Have you ever heard the term? Um, I don't want to get, get ahead of myself. But I was going to say guilty of association. But before we get to that point, a lot of times the reason why we're like we are is because of the introduction. Things that we are introduced to. And as I begin to start looking at this thing, I'm saying, well, Lord, I've been introduced to a lot of things. A lot of things. An introduction is simply saying something brand new. Some of us, some of us, you know, in our surroundings, you know, me coming up, the way I came up, I was introduced to a lot of lies. I was used to being de being deceptive, not being honest. Some of us was introduced to drugs, alcohol. All this started off just like with Eve. She sit and had a candid conversation with the enemy, or with the serpent, the scripture says. But one thing about it, as she had this conversation with him, she began to start wondering and pondering about the things or that conversation that they had. And the conversation that they had, of, of course, as I just read it, you won't die. That won't happen to you. So it's, it's contrary to what God is saying. Totally different. 
if God telling us to do this, do something this way, and then something else is telling us to do it another way, that's a problem. So here we got, here we begin to start warring inside of our flesh about should I or shouldn't I? Should I or shouldn't I? Why? It all, be, it all started as an introduction. And if you think about an introduction, again, I was introduced to a lot of things. I was introduced to working. Why? How? I saw my dad get up and go to work. Every day, some things we catch, we, we catch it. Sometimes we catch things by seeing. Some things we catch by mere of being around it. And it's almost like, have you ever been around a barbecue pit? And the person that's cooking the barbecue, I mean, he becomes or she becomes like numb to the smoke. But then when they get in the presence around from the smoke, what happens? They smell just like smoke. So that's what happened a lot of times. Being introduced to things a lot of times, we don't even realize it. We, sometimes we don't realize we smell like smoke. Sometimes we don't realize we smell like lies. Sometimes we realize that we are cheaters. Sometimes we don't realize we're not faithful. Sometimes we don't realize these things, y'all. But it's just a way of how these things enter in. And as they enter in, we have choices to make then. We have a 30-second decision to, to act on whatever it is that we're dealing with. I don't care what it is. But everything always has a starting point. So my, my, my thought about this is, well, Lord, now that I know that I've been introduced to a lot of things, I've, some of us have been, used, been introduced to education, or well, education is very important. You go to school, you get your degree, get your good job. But then you got some of us are used to hustling, hustling hard. Who taught you how to hustle? Who taught you how to hustle? Somebody had to introduce you to hustling. Somebody. And one thing about it, y'all, once we get introduced to a lot of these things that we deal with on the inside daily, sometimes, some of them, some of those things we can shake, but some of them, boy, ride us like a horse. Stay with us. Like the scripture says, when I want to do right, I want, I want to do right so bad in this area. So bad, Lord, help me. But that spirit, that, that being introduced to it, sometimes have a tendency of weighing more than the word of God. It rides your boy. Roger, and I know in my old neighborhood, 
I had a friend of mine, and this is by way of introduction. He would say, well, um, he would always come by. always come by the house. Say, man, Steve, what's up, man? Man, come on, smoke this joint with me, man. Come on, man. Come on, smoke this joint with me. Yeah, I'm just keeping it real. Come on, smoke this joint with me. That dude would come by my house every day. Every day. I was in the eighth grade. Every single day. And guess what happened? Because of his persistence. And I would say back then, I would say, you know what, man, I ain't fooling with that junk. Man, that stuff ain't going to do more. Mess your mind up. I smoked weed for the first time in my life in the eighth grade. And because it was introduced to me, because I'd never been exposed to it, I would always think about it. I mean, I think about what he said, how it make you feel, what it make you do. You get the munchies, you be laughing, ha, 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 all that stuff. So I begin to start thinking about that. So what I'm saying, the power of introduction is very strong. So eventually, I said to myself, you know what? Now this is like months and months later after we have had the conversation. I'm saying the last conversation. One day I picked up the phone. I said, man, bring some of that stuff over here. Man, you talking about this stuff. It's, man, let me, let me, man, we sit there on the stairs there. He lit up, boy. He was excited. Boy, he was, boy, he was excited about introducing me to some weed. Boy, that joker was excited. So anyway, I said, man, how you, I'm so Again, I'm so, this is brand new to me. I don't even know how to hold no joint. I don't know how to puff it or, or nothing. He say, say, Steve, do it like this here. And I'm looking. Okay, I say, like this here, man? I say, so what you do? He say, inhale. I say, don't let it go yet. Don't let it go yet. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Now let it go. <sighs> so I'm looking at it, and we smoked the whole joint job. The whole joint. This is supposed to have been the best joint in town. But come to find out, it didn't have no effect on me. So a lot of times in life, we're introduced a lot of things are introduced to us. Now, here's the, the, the bad part about it. What if I was one of the ones that was introduced to it and kept going, kept searching for that high? And it started off innocent. It was innocent. But then what happens, your appetite becomes stronger and stronger, and stronger. I remember I went to school with this young lady, beautiful young lady. And once over time, how starting smoking weed, 
went from from weed to to um uh what you call it um um not not cocaine it's um it's weed with um primo that's it right thank you sister Anita primo she went from primo and during that time that's when crack cocaine began to start being real heavy and I saw the effects just by way of being introduced to. It started out with something small, y'all. So anyway, and when I did see again, years later, y'all, I could even recognize her. All of her teeth were gone. Gone, why? She was introduced to something small. So today... It, today, weed might not have been your thing. Lies may not have been your thing. Cheating may not have been your thing. Being around people that eat a lot may not have been your thing. So a lot of times, we got to be very careful and mindful of what we take in. It's very important. And I'm going to tell you all something funny. Sometimes you can think that it's it's really nothing, but... It's serious. I went to get something to eat with um, a group of my coworkers Friday. We ate fish and shrimp, and it was good. However, because of the introduction, and remember, once things enter in, sometimes you don't know when they're going to show up. So here I am, we eating, laughing and talking, and I see, I ain't want to spend no no lot of money on that old hot soda water. So, here I go. They gave me the clear clear cup. I said, man, this ain't going to hurt. Let me go and get me some Sprite. Walked up to that vending machine. Cheat. Had a little water in there, too. Got in there. Got back to my seat. And then think nothing of it. By way of introduction, y'all, you don't know when they're gonna, you don't know when it's gonna show up. And as I begin to start drinking that soda, the Holy Spirit started dealing with me. Say, man, you could pay for a soda. You can pay for a soda pop, a dollar and seventy-nine cents fountain drink. You could have paid for that. But you see what these things that we wore inside with? Again, what are you worn with today? And sometimes our personalities, how we deal with things, is our way of introduction. In my house, my daddy did a lot of fussing and cussing. I don't do the cussing part, but I do a lot of fussing. But you see, coming up, a lot of times we have no idea what we expose our kids to. It's a lot of times it's based upon the stuff that we've been exposed to. So as we expose ourselves to different things, it's, again, though, some of us may not think nothing about it. Oh, that ain't nothing. Oh, yeah, it's serious. You got a problem, don't even realize it. You got a problem. I got a problem. I ain't, I'm, I'm in this too. So now, 
Why do we, you know, why do we doubt God? By way of introduction. How do we doubt God? If we come up or was raised up in the house or if we're around people that always saying what God can't do. God can't do this. God can't do that. People talking about, well, ooh, I'm so sick. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. So what's going to happen? Eventually, you're going to latch on to that. And so now you're saying with your mouth, yes, I trust the Lord. Yes, we trust God. We trust him. That's what, that's what our lips say. But how many of you know people look at us, look at us based upon what? Do people really listen to what you're saying? Or are they looking at your actions? I hear somebody say, both. I heard somebody say, all depends. Right? So when you and I evaluate something, and that can kind of get you in trouble by Sometimes things are not always what we think or perceive it to be. It could always be totally different. And normally I always do the 90-10 rule. 90% of the times things are the way it is, but then the 10%, those that 10% that I always say, well, you know, that, that ain't true. or that, But in actuality, it is. So anyway, as we look at this being doubting, doubting God or, or worrying, I know some of us are, are mega warriors. Boy, when you look, at, look up warriors, you'll see our face in the, in the dictionary. We worry about it too much, y'all. I'm not going to be able to have enough. I'm not going to be able to do this here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Why? Where do you hear that from? Where do you hear that those conversations from? Where? The television. For the television teach us a lot of things. The television teaches us not to trust. It teaches us, you know. Well, I wanna. I wanna. I, everybody wanna do better. But the television is a, 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 I think it's the devil myself. Because it, it trains you a lot of bad habits. I mean, it, it, really, it, really, it really do. You want to you wanna have a good relationship with somebody. But then, too, you're looking at um, some of these old crazy shows. You look at that Jerry Springer, you know, on your lunch break. Jerry, 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 you are not the father. So, if you notice the small things that's being introduced to us, it's sowing seeds. I don't care what it is. It can appear to be innocent, but in actuality, 
it's really having a lot of major effects on us. Just like I was giving you an example about a young lady I knew, it started off small, but a lot of times you don't realize something until you begin to start looking back at it. If you're not ever looking back, you don't think, you think it's okay. But when you do eventually look back, you're like, whoa, what's all that behind me? And a lot of times, y'all, being introduced to a lot of things, you know, have you ever heard of um, being damaged goods? Have you ever been to the grocery store and, and you want to pay for your, when you pay for something, you want to pay for something, I don't care if it is a can. I want a smooth, good-looking can. Why? Because I'm, I'm paying my money for it. I think a lot of times we've been introduced to so many things in our life, y'all. Some of us have become damaged. Damaged goods. It's okay, Brother Steve. You've been telling us about introduction. You've been telling us about this or that. You've been telling us that, you know, because of the situation, things that we've been around, things that we've been exposed to, we're, now you're saying that we're damaged goods. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? There is still hope for us. I don't care what you've been introduced to. I don't care the way that you are, your mindset, how you think, how you function, how you talk to people how you laugh, cuss, fuss, whatever it may be. Jesus Christ has set us all free. So don't walk around with condemnation. You feel in some kind of way and condemnation simply saying you feel awful about something. You feel bad. Jesus Christ has set us all free. And don't ever base yourself based upon what somebody else, somebody else's viewpoint about you. What God says about you and I, that matters more than anything. And I think so many of us have lived our lives based upon what somebody else thinks. How somebody else feels about how they feel about you, or, or being validated. That's a good word, being validated. You can't make a decision, a good decision, based upon, well, let me call my mama, let me call my daddy to see what they think about it. Who cares? Because it's all in the foundation. You can call your mama, you can call your daddy, but if they're not rooted in the Lord, they're going to give you some bad information anyway. They're giving bad information. So today, trust in the Lord. I don't care what we've been exposed to. God still loves us. You and I are no different than the, the crack person. Start smoking drugs. We know different than the alcoholic. We know different than the prostitute. We know different than the the hooker. We know we know different than the, the the swindler, the robber, the thief. 
We're no different. And don't ever think that, that you're better than them. I know a lot of times you can be associated with people that feel like they, you know, I'm above that. This one you can say, the devil is a lie. You, you got your issues too. But don't ever think that. And in my closing, we all make, once we get introduced to things, we always, at the end of the day, always have a decision to make. It's either going to be a good decision or it's either going to be a bad decision. But something have to be we have to act on one or the other. So today I challenge you. Make the right decision. Sometimes it get hard. Sometimes you know you've been put a lot of pressure being put on you. But we still, ladies and gentlemen, we still have to make the right decision. The decision that's going to please the Lord. Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen. Reminding us to always be faithful to him and always trust in him. That's what the message is saying, to always trust in him. We get to listening over here and listening over there, and then we discounted what God has said, and we focused on somebody else. So I thank God for the word on this morning, Brother Steve. Thank you. Amen. As we prepare um, our offerings, the ushers.